Thank you for joining us for another episode of the John Reagan Podcast and the John Reagan's Future Commentary Series. In this series, we are discussing John Reagan's Future album. We are diving into his songwriting and recording processes. We are discussing some of the stories that influenced the songs on this album. In this episode, we're talking about the second song on the album, Talk. We talk about, obviously, his songwriting process, the meaning of the song, as well as some of the idiosyncratic songwriting and recording aspects of the song. Thank you for joining us. Has anyone ever told you you like to, you like to move fast? Hey, what's up, Jared? John, how's it going? How have you been? Oh, dude, good, man. Look at us. Episode uh, two. Episode two. Yes, um, I'm excited to be here. So, um, so talk. That's not a command. That's the name of the second song. <laughs> Um, but yeah, please talk about, but do talk about it. Talk about, oh, the, yeah. like we've done, talk about them, talk about the meaning of the song to you. Talk about, you know, kind of what you want the song to convey to people. Oh, um, I don't know if there's like something I really want to convey to people with the song. It's just that it's like, it's this, it's, it's the continuation of touch you know um so talk is like it's we don't have to talk just don't lose touch and then this one is like but i do want to talk to you it's the response of like i don't want to just ignore what we have to talk about i do want to talk to you and um does that make sense yeah yeah and it's, yeah. it's basically like the song's basically like me saying hey um can we please talk though? <laughs> right, right. Well, that's that's kind of cool. That like, I like the um, the concept of that. Like the uh, kind of the, I think that a lot of people can relate to that honesty of like, um, kind of going back and forth where you're like, well, we don't need to, we don't need to talk, and then but then you kind of, but I want to though. That kind of, um, it's kind of a, a level of vulnerability that I think uh, the audience sure. probably appreciates in this song. Um, talk about right. Talk about the writing process, like the kind of the writing style of the song. Yeah, so it's um, it's not traditional rhyme, right? It's um, I'm moving my microphone. Okay, uh, it's 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 a literal. So most of the song is written through a special rhyme. That's a literal. Um, and it's where the parts that I want to rhyme are all with the same first letter. So um, it says, which I, which I tried really hard to write a song different that um, a lot of artists don't write in this way. Um, but there are some that do like Dylan or um, Sufjan Stevens. Uh, but it, what it is, is that it's, uh so the first lyric is has anyone ever told you that you like to right so that rhymes traditionally but then it goes into 
you like to move fast, right? So then that's technically like the first line, the first stanza. And then the second one would be, has anyone ever fallen for your future? And so it's three Fs, um, fast, fallen, and future. And so that's the rhyme is that you're speaking um, with a message and a point, but you're, you're using uh, words with the same first letter. And then the second verse is um, you always miss misunderstand me. You are to my soul, a message. Um, And so I continue with that to the second verse. And that was, I wanted to do something new, very different. A lot of people did not get it. Uh, They're like, this song doesn't rhyme. And I was like, well, not, not a traditional, you know, rhyme, but it is, it is a type of rhyme, um, a literal. And I had a lot of fun doing that. I wrote it. I wrote the song maybe in mm, like 25 minutes and I sat down and I wanted to, I've always wanted to write a song with that style of writing. And I was super like happy when I wrote that. And yeah, it, and it's um, it's different than what a lot of people are used to. And they kind of are like, the words feel clunk, clunky maybe. Um, but I, I kind of, when I listen to it, I, I definitely feel a sense of just like smoothness. But I guess that's because I, you know, whatever. But Right. Did you did you find that it was easier to write it in that style? Because I remember you mentioned, uh, obviously the listeners should remember too, last week, you mentioned that um, touch took you several months to to kind of write. This one took you. You said twenty five minutes. Yeah. So I don't one easier than most songs, or or uh, did you find it easier to write in that style? So every song uh, has been really different. I haven't found like um, a. I haven't found a medium ground you know what I'm saying to where it's like, Oh, this is how the songs are going to be written and what it's going to be like. Right. Especially during that time, because I was so uh, heavily depressed and just my life was not looking uh, was nothing was in a pattern except for work and school. Um, And so I, that's a really good question. I don't touch. I definitely think is the only song that I've taken that long to write um for now but talk was just i think it was because i was having so much fun with the wordplay um that i just wanted to to keep doing it keep working on it and so when i i wrote it i remember i just i was again staying staying at my family's house and i got up and i was like guys i wrote um like a sequel almost to touch and they're like oh well let's hear it and i played it for them and then they said the same thing they're like it doesn't it was funny because they were like it doesn't rhyme i was like <laughs> i was like it does <laughs> I was like, and so then i showed it to them and they were like oh i see what you did there okay and uh and then because i didn't write the melody for it right away i just had the lyrics and then the melody was took a little while longer so i guess I, the lyrics took me 25 minutes to write, but the song altogether probably took me longer. I guess that to be more clear, you know? Okay. Yeah. 
yeah um and then there's like a uh, in the song one of another noteworthy thing about like the uh the production of the song itself and we will we'll talk a bit more about that but you had um there's like a pause towards the end of the song yeah um which is uh i don't know it's very unique and to me i i thought well what's the you know what's the kind of artistic basis for that sure yeah so i i was sitting in the studio and um recording the guitar part and vocals and i just kind of like was recording the guitar actually and i just thought there needs to be this like because it's right after i say um spontaneous emotions for the second chorus and i was like there needs to be a pause of like oh um and so i just i just thought it'd be good to kind of like think about what i was saying i guess because of the way i was writing it and then the chorus is just very intense it was intense it felt intense to sing at least for me um i don't what did, did do you do you feel that way or no is that just me yeah yeah no no i agree so I um, I kind of just was playing the guitar and then I stopped. And then I remember I put a pause up to Josh and I just told him to wait so that he wouldn't stop recording. And then I came right back in and uh, he agreed with me that there needed to be like a, the song's not done yet. And then I sing the I sing that last chorus just much softer. And um, so it's just this idea of like, almost like a fight you know when like you're, you're fighting with someone that you don't want to fight with and so you're like yelling and then you get to a point uh where you're just kind of like you get quiet again and you're just like you pause and you say what you just said but in a much calmer tone right yeah so kind of like kind of like that that was kind of like the thinking i had behind it where it's just think about what i'm saying but also i need to this you know the song just didn't feel right ending right there so right that's interesting do you do you find that you know you have those kinds of spontaneous moments while recording often or was that was that something that doesn't happen too often oh no yeah that there's (laughs) for this album there was so many moments where uh me and josh which we'll talk about um in the next episodes where there's there was a couple songs where it was just like hey let's change this right here um and it's just me and my guitar and so that was also fun because it was like there's not a lot to change but there was subtle things to make each song um its own sound i guess you could say or its own feeling um so yeah that was a lot of fun. There's a we'll get into that in the next episodes, but yeah, that there's a lot of moments like that where me and Josh would just look at each other and we're like, oh, we got to do this differently, right? And then obviously, <laughs> this song is somewhat unique because not all of your songs have this. You have a uh, a reimagined version of the song, and it's a it's a duet. Um, why? talk about that why did you choose to make it a duet and then tell us a little bit about the like the recording process for that and how maybe it was different because you were recording with someone else um, right yeah. yeah i recorded with uh my friend 
Michelle Marie. Um, she was leaving to Europe. And so I was like, yo, let's record a song before you go. But when I wrote the song and the, the style that I wrote it in a liturgy, uh, I wanted, I kind of always imagined it a, a song of the other person talking back to me and their, their words were in the song, you know? Um, so right. Like, has anyone ever told you that you like to move fast? And that's what she was saying to me. And I would respond with, has anyone ever fallen for your future? You know, as if to say, like, I might be moving fast, but I've fallen for what, where you're going and who you are going to be and all that. So I just kind of always saw, saw it as a duet. And I remember actually saying in the studio, I said, one day we have to record this as um, a duet. And, and Josh totally agreed. And he saw the vision. Uh, so when we went into recording the reimagined version, um, I sat down, though, and I was kind of like, I don't want it to sound like the same song. I want to rewrite it, you know? Of course. It's reimagined. Right. Uh, so not only is it a duet, but the song was slower. So there's no pause in the song. It's just really slow. Uh, it's picked with three guitar parts and it's kind of just this simple duet. Um, and so that was a lot of fun. We recorded that uh, in June, a month after the album release, but we didn't release it until uh November 20 I'm trying to remember uh November 2018 and so it mm. came out just a couple uh maybe like five months after the album release so interestingly enough that's actually November 2018 is the when I first became aware of your music actually so oh, really? I haven't I haven't known about your music as long as some people I, I think you know I'd heard a couple songs before then but that was when I first started listening to it, like consistently. Oh, okay. Um, so the the uh, talk reimagined song. Is that the first song you? Heard? I remember. It's it wouldn't have been the first I heard, but it was the first that I like. It was when I listened to it. That's kind of what jump started me listening regularly. Oh, that's cool. And it was the first one that I shared with people. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So and then so you okay so you recorded it with um with michelle and with josh and yeah both that was... both songs were uh recorded and produced by uh joshua richards and was that uh did you find it uh challenging or or relieving or 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 maybe neither um to record with another vocalist uh, was that an interesting yeah it was pretty challenging uh we when we got into the studio i thought it was gonna take i was like the song's already written. We already know what we want to do. So let's just do it. Um, we were in there for five hours in the studio. And I realized that I was not as prepared as I thought I was. And so I went home that night. We didn't record a single thing. I went home that night and I had to practice the, the, what I wanted to record the guitar as, and then but i also we had a short time slot because michelle was moving to europe 
And so it was like, oh my gosh. Um, so it's super stressful. Uh, so what we did was we got it. I just put the first guitar down the next day, went in, recorded that, finally got it with perfect, uh, sounding perfect, how I wanted it. She recorded all of her vocals. And then I didn't actually come back and record my vocals until uh, uh, July. So she had already moved to Europe. I go back finally to record my vocals, record the second and third guitar part. And, um, and then, of course, like I said, we didn't release it until November. But it was super challenging. And for whatever reason... It was hard for us to get together during that time to record. Uh, I can't really remember why, um, but me and Josh, like our schedules were completely opposite. I did. I hated it at first. And I was like, I, I need to work on the guitar. And then once I finally added the third guitar part, I felt kind of good about it. I don't know why I hate on my stuff and <laughs> at first all the time, but anyway, so. Right. You've said, uh, you said this last week, um, you said that every song on the album ties into touch and it, and it has some kind of tie back to that. And then obviously it just has a, um, a place within the broader concept of the future album. So talk about how this song relates to the rest of the album and to, and to touch. So definitely because it is, um, it is like the sequel to touch. So it's, um, we don't have to talk anymore, just don't lose touch. And then this one is, um, let me talk, uh, let me fall in love, let me fall into spontaneous, and what you say is spontaneous emotion. Um, you know, and so it's like, the first one is just don't lose touch. The second one is like, why? won't you let me talk? And there's these passive aggressive comments back and forth to each other in the verses, you know, one of you move too fast, but you're my future. And like, I'm not addressing the, the statement. I'm just kind of, and then they're, they're saying a, a hurtful statement. And the next verse is you always misunderstand me, which is, so painful when you are wanting to understand someone and you misunderstand them that hurts not only them because they're being misunderstood but it hurts you because you're like oh all i want to do is understand you um and so it's just it's like when i it was almost like a song for her um that she was saying whenever we do talk you misunderstand me right and so the song is kind of like shoot there's something wrong with how i'm looking at things but can you let me talk anyway and it's just like this argument um but that's how it ties into touch for sure right um as far as i'm sure even even you being the artist uh, who wrote all these songs i'm sure you have kind of a ranking for them like as as far as you know maybe a favorite song you've What's your favorite song on the album? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Need is my favorite song on the album, but this okay. one is definitely one of my favorites. I, I, I think it's one of the 
underappreciated songs in the album because of even though it took me 25 minutes to write it was an idea that was rolling in my head uh since i wrote touch and it was like kind of like oh i want to write it this way i want it to feel this way i want it to be an argument i want it to be a continuation to the story to where it's like oh there's more than touch um and and so definitely talk though is one of my favorites that i had written that i look back and i'm happy about um that I think was not uh, as other people's favorites that I thought it would be when I thought it would be. And so, um, but need is my favorite song on the album. And I'm really excited to talk about that when we, when we get there. Yeah. I I remember uh, you've told me the story behind that one. That one's, that one's interesting. Um, uh, But what would you say, what would you say is kind of the takeaway for the listeners of, of this song what would you say is kind of the if there was one sort of thing that they should take from it uh I mean, um yeah. like, they're live i would say study study the if you're if you're into st- songwriting study why songwriters write the way they do um each song on this album i try to write with different styles and variations and okay um i thought it was so much fun and I love doing it. And one day I'll probably do it again. But um, yeah, so I wrote each song differently in a different style. And so, but a lot of people don't notice that. And if you enjoy learning about that kind of stuff, I would say listen to songs for what, um, why did they write it this way? So I was the whole time we were in the studio for this album, I was telling Josh, I was like, I want people to pay attention so closely to the lyrics that they say, what does that mean? Why did he write it this way? And he came back with a, with what about them saying, don't listen to what the, because li-, like, I can't remember which uh, producer said it of some big artist, but he said, don't listen people would ask him what is what does the artist mean by these lyrics and what is what does that lyric mean what does that lyric mean and he said um don't ask me what the lyrics mean ask me what the music is saying Hmm. Uh, which i thought dude so josh said that to me actually when we recorded talk and um i thought that was a super cool thing to say but this song is for sure wanting people to be like how did he write it why did he write it this way and so it's kind of fun talking about it now because I hope that other people can finally get uh, an idea for what I was going for. Right. But yeah. Well, John, thank you for uh, thank you for doing this. We have another one here for the listeners, and um, one that hopefully people will kind of uh, hopefully it gives them kind of an appreciation to where sure. before they thought, oh, it's kind of oddly written, but now they kind of see where you're going with that. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to uh, rejoin you next week. Dude, I'm just I'm. I thought it was kind of cool that you uh, talk reimagine was a song that brought you in. You know that kind of makes me happy. But yeah, yeah. Next I, week we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about uh, radio. Radio next week. Radio. Mm. Let's do it. All right, brother. Thanks for uh, thanks for meeting with me. Yep. Thanks, John. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode. Please join us again next week as we discuss Radio, the third song on John Reagan's future album. 
we will once again be diving into songwriting and recording and all of those interesting aspects of John Reagan's work that you, the fans, have requested to hear about. So thank you, and uh, talk to you next week. Spontaneous emotion.